1: Greetings, my X Files geeks, and welcome to Reopening the X Files, the podcast that proves the truth is still out there. I'm Nate, the ultimate movie geek, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, my friend, and I'm also happy to say, my lover, Agent Powell. You absolute
2: <laughs> freak! You <laughs> absolute weirdo. What? It's
1: good. Uh, yeah, your face. Uh, we're on episode 20, which is titled Humbug, written uh, by Darren Morgan and directed by Kim Manners. It's another Monster of the Week episode, unconnected to the larger series of mythology. But it's also the first episode, which is basically a comedy episode. You may be able to hear our little kittens that we just got in the background. They keep meowing. Meowing? Yes. Yeah, making strange noises. Making strange noises. We're not being attacked by aliens. So, do you want to go with a plot? No? You can. I'll do it. Should I? Oh, it'll be brief. A bizarre murder in Florida brings Mulder and Scully to a town populated... What? What are you pointing at? It's not there. She's literally pointing out the window. It's not... a moth.
2: Oh, can not tell if it's a moth or a spider. Resume.
1: This is... This is... Oh, my God. <laughs> populated by circus freaks and sideshow performers of all shapes and sizes bringing into question the very definition of what is normal. It's also um, a lot of the idea of what the the murderer is because you, you see it opens up with a man watching like creeping up on two boys in a, a garden swimming pool. Yeah.
2: yeah it looks like he's like, and he's, he you looks, can't tell what yeah, he's like, he looks a little bit strange and, yeah. doesn't because you can only see his eyes. And he like jumps in the pool, and it's that shot of him coming
1: up yeah, beneath the legs it's, in the water. It, what What's funny about it is like he somehow creeps into the pool without them without them
2: noticing. Yeah, but it turns out it, it's, it's a dad. dad. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he tells them to go inside, and then he has a bit of a swim.
2: Yeah, he was, uh, how was it, He alligator boy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, he's got. Um, a deformity where he produces too much. Uh, his skin cells don't. What, what's the cat doing? The cat just ran over the recording device.
2: Um, it's like your derma, isn't it? Your skin, something, it'd be genetically wrong, so it forms like bumps and lumps on
1: his skin. Ichthyosis, mm-hmm. um, which is a real genetic condition. yeah, so Um, but yeah, then he's he's killed off by whatever it is. We only see glimpses of it, and you understand later on why. Because it's a, it's obviously a model, and uh, and Mulder and Scully attend the funeral, which yeah.
2: which I find funny because just picks it up, doesn't it? Because there's been loads of other deaths throughout the years in different states, um, and they all have the same like strange markings. Yeah. So instead of footprints, it's like something's dragged, and he thinks it's like some sort of Jersey mermaid f- Fiji, or yeah, Fiji mermaid. Fijian, Fijian mermaid, yeah.
1: Um, but the, the it, and the comedy of the episode begins at the, at funeral. the funeral when they're the sitting down. The, and again, it's I find it funny that they just rock up to this funeral and then yeah, sit they down. just go and
2: sit down, don't they, in amongst and it's. I mean, I don't even know if you should call it a freak show anymore. It's called a freak show, isn't yeah. it? On there.
1: But I suppose that's what that's what it is, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, I don't know. It feels wrong, <laughs> it doesn't does it? Feel wrong. Saying
2: it's a freak show because they're not freaks.
1: You call me Freak Charles. Yeah, well, I?
2: you are a bit of a freak. That's, that's <laughs> right. A lovely freak.
1: Who's the freak? The one who married the freak or the freak? There you go. Mm. Um, yeah, so what's happening? They're having a funeral. They're both looking around and seeing, well, there's a bearded woman Different in the character. crowd. Well, she's the she's grieving the wife, widow. Isn't she? yeah. yeah,
2: she's the grieving widow. You've got two boys who would appear perfectly <laughs> not you call Normal, normal yeah. Um, and then there's lots of different characters from the, cat uh, can call it a circus, it is a, a freak show um and then the coffin starts juddering around <laughs> and it's like what the hell yeah. and they move it and there's this guy that comes out from beneath the ground and uh,
1: does a, a small act yeah where he, he,
2: what's he, he chisels it? something into his chest doesn't he yeah
1: it's like a railroad spike into yeah. his chest um, and,
2: uh, and he's taken off and on with the hilarity and it's just like... He's
1: dragged off by the copper and then
2: everyone, everyone. Dis-
1: dis- disperses yeah. from the funeral and it's just Mulder and Scully left sat we there some like... some upturned
2: chairs and Mulder says, I can't wait for the wake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mulder's quite funny in this. So It's another Mulder he, episode. He's very he's dry, isn't he? Funny. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, a lot of, uh, lot of moments with Mulder being like, he's quite they meet the uh the owner of the trailer park and he's uh, a person who Mulder asks if he has been in the circus and he takes offense to that saying that because of his size Mulder assumes that he is part of the circus and then he turns it around back on Mulder and says look at your the clothes you wear your facial uh, features and the boring tie <laughs> and he says you work for the government probably the FBI and then Mulder pulls out the FBI and it just shows that Everyone to yeah. st-
2: everyone stereotypes Stereo, everyone. Yeah. You put you do, and whether you you know, you Pigeon don't hole. intentionally do it, it's almost it's it's just part of human nature, it really yeah. is. That you do stereotype people, you can't yeah, help you it, do. you know. And a lot of the times people are wrong about people, aren't they? Yeah
1: yeah but yeah it's funny
2: time. and then they kept he finds him later on i don't know we're we'll jumping a little bit but he finds him later on under <laughs> scully's trailer <laughs> yeah. and i he's looking like traffic i guess he's gone out and everything because you know what he's like and then he comes out this guy is like what are you doing and he's like and he just fixing. goes on yeah he? and he's like yeah. i'm fixing the pipes i'll have you know and, and just because
1: know. of my height i don't have to find yeah. pleasures
2: <laughs> yeah, he sort of, Mulder's assuming he's perving on Scully and he's like, you'd be surprised how many women find my statue alluring. And, and Mulder turns like, it
1: right back on him.
2: Yeah. You'd be, so, you'd be surprised he, how, many how many men, men. do too. But
1: well, then he's just, he's looking at him like... <laughs> yeah.
2: And then the, the guy just sort of goes, oh my he runs God, away. <laughs> like runs off. <laughs> oh, it
1: is a funny one, this. Yeah, it is. Very funny. Uh, so shall we, shall we go into the... Um... What is actually happening? Do you want to say what what's actually happening? Yeah. Episode?
2: So they, they like, there's been a couple of murders, haven't there? Yeah. Um. And somebody they visited is murdered, um, and there's always the same pattern of things, and same sort of, sort of wounds on the person. Yeah. And they come across the a guy who has a parasitic twin.
1: Yeah. Uh, played by Vincent Schiavelli. He, he's honestly, known as
2: from Ghost he's Ghost. the guy get off, get off my train, train. <laughs> um, and he plays a really good character he's drunk a lot yeah um, and the poets what you find out eventually is happening is his parasitic twin is detaching yeah and going off and killing people and when they talk to Lenny he says he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't realise he's killing people he like just how, wants a brother and another how long, brother how
1: long how long for him to stay away from you like out of your body yeah and he's like long enough to realize that you can't change what you're born with
2: yeah and um, and it's quite sad really it I is think yeah you probably think the other twin this parasitic twin is probably going off because he's drunk all the time yeah
1: so he's probably getting all that yeah he?
2: and he's he's trying to burrow to find another brother and he? he's obviously killing people
1: um, but because he just doesn't know
2: no and it, it's just, it's a strange one but it's quite a funny one but also quite sad in places as yeah. well um, especially
1: the way he plays it as well yeah. because he's, he's he's drunk but he's, he's he seems sad. he comes across as he's like really sweet
2: yeah as well but he's sad because yeah. he's rejected he feels rejected by his brother and he says i've only ever looked after him all these years yeah. we've been together but there's like another funny character in it who is like Mulder comes across him he's he's jogging um, the enigma yeah, yeah the
1: enigma who plays the conundrum
2: <laughs> the enigma who plays the conundrum that's a good fit uh, and he's swimming in the river and he gets a big fish and starts eating it raw and that's his thing he's like tattooed isn't he all over yeah and um, like a jigsaw puzzle blue jigsaw and um, no hair doesn't speak wears a line cloth yeah um, and I'm just and he at eats anything, he he's he's eats like glass arms. and night bulbs and whatever else. And, and they make a joke and say, Do you eat humans? And the the contortionist guy who escape artist and all, he's like, Well, nobody knows, and he Dr. doesn't Blockhead. speak. Yeah, he's like, He doesn't speak. Is it Dr. Blockhead, isn't Dr. it? Dr. Yeah.
1: Blockhead, yeah.
2: Uh, and there's just a few little quirky characters isn't there, so yeah. it's quite interesting, really. It's quite a, like I say, it is a funny one. And they find out as well, because Scully goes off, doesn't she? And she goes into this, like, bizarro <laughs> shop. And she goes through this thing, gets sucked in by this guy who's, like, oh, I've got a, what they called, Barnum exhibition. Barnum exhibition, yeah. Um, but Barnum, Barnum famously said, didn't he, there's, like, a sucker every minute or whatever the expression is. Um, and she pays him $5 to see this. <laughs> A secret thing and it literally is a trunk in the middle of the room she opens it up there's now in it and the door opens like exit flashing on yeah um, so she, and you can see in her face yeah she's like oh I've been had yeah he um, said
1: there's a sucker barn every minute yeah I, I didn't realise made... that came from
2: him yeah yeah he's oh. not a very nice man actually when you read up about him no he's not he's not the greatest no, showman he's not he? he's no actor <laughs> Um but yeah God, I love that film <laughs> oh I do but, yeah, it was really, really funny. And, like, it, the parts of it is, you know, she eats a...
1: a cricket. Well,
2: she appears to eat a cricket and, like, Mulder's just, like, staring at her and she walks on, she's got sleight of hand and she's got one in her hand. And my,
1: my uncle was a amateur magician. Yeah. And then Mulder's, like... Because uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Blockhead, he shoves a nail in his nose and Mulder removes it.
2: But he's wincing, isn't he? Isn't y- yeah, he's wincing.
1: <laughs> and and then Mulder says that you know we all had the uh, uncles who were American yeah. magicians so yeah. he's got that because he's the got blood.
2: that to test blood that's been left at a crime scene
1: that was a funny moment as well when uh, Dr Blockhead says uh, you can learn to uh, retract your your testicles into your abdomen and Mulder was like watching him like nail his nose he's like I'm doing that right now Yeah. <laughs>
2: It is, it's a... Uh... It's a
1: good episode and, and it is funny, even though it has quite gory moments as well. Yeah,
2: yeah it does, yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, no, I, it, it's one that I can watch and like tonight, usually what we do is we, we put the episode on while we're recording. Yeah,
2: just, just as to, a refresher, don't yeah, we? Yeah,
1: but tonight we watched it and
2: uh, it, was, um, it was good. The part as well that I thought, and it's like, it was kind of funny in a way, but also sort of showing what we're like as humans that were interested because uh, the guy with a parasitic twin had yeah. knocked Dan Scully up to say they'd been another murder and he's it was early in the morning he's like robe is open so you could see his well not deformity twin, yeah. but his parasitic twin and her robe was not open but slightly open so you see a tiny curve of a breast so he's staring at her breast and she's, she's staring, staring at the, at his, the twin yeah. so, and then they both sort of notice each other staring <laughs> at each up, other yeah. and cover up so yeah it is it's a really really good one this i really enjoy it and i think you get to see again a bit more humor behind the characters
1: yeah
2: um, and i think they learn a little bit about each other again in yeah. it because it's early days this one isn't it it's only season two yeah
1: yeah and near the end of season two we're getting close to the end mm-hmm. of season two which is mental yeah I suppose we powered through season one, didn't we? Um, another moment that I wanted to mention about it was the last moment when uh, Dr. Blockhead's talking to Scully and saying that we should have these deformities, and, and not with that deformities, but differences because it'll all be filtered out in the end and we'll and all be perfect and, yeah. and the same. And then he just points out to Mulder and says, yeah, we'll all look like that guy. And Mulder has a he's like got one leg it's on the head, like doing a, a catalogue
2: pose, isn't he? It's almost
1: like a, a Superman or Captain America pose, isn't yeah. it? <laughs>
2: it's like... Yeah, he's like as if you had anyone who would want to look like him. him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's but, and we've laughed because I was sort of saying in, in other um episodes they do sort of play and say as if he's really good looking, yeah. and then in other ones they take,
1: they take the make out, Mickey of, him, out yeah. of
2: him, don't they, and sort of say. <laughs> his nose type of thing yeah. or you know he's dead gangly so it's um it is it's a really really funny one this i really enjoy this one and like the story obviously in do you know what's funny it's a far-fetched story and who believes it who believes it first? scully's
1: the first one to scully, believe it,
2: yeah scully believes it and then they go in and find this leonard because they've, they've put him in the drunk tank yeah. haven't they and they've arrested dr blockhead
1: Lockhead for it yeah. and yeah. they've
2: taken him in the ear in mourning. And they said, Oh, he's just drunk. And they go down and check on him because she's like, No, I think it's something else. And like, they realise his twin. She's like, No, his twin's gone because there's blood by the bars. So the, yeah. the, the and jail. she notices
1: that the wound is the same yeah. as the wound on uh, all the other victims. And then
2: Mulder's like, I'll believe you if that's what you're telling me because I think he's a bit like, yeah, I can't yeah. believe that, that is what is happening. It's fully
1: who's suggesting it. Yeah. As well. And
2: she looks at him and they're like, How active, how mobile do you think the thing is? And she sees she it out, like sees it, yeah. going across, opening the gate, and she's like, "Yeah, pretty active." <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny because you get that flip side yeah. that she's the one who very quickly comes to that conclusion. But it's it's funny because
1: like her uh, investigations lead to conjoined twins as well. So it, it's she's on that on the trail from the beginning as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Whereas he's sort of dismissive of it.
2: Yeah. And they find out the sheriff as well when she was in that. And that's what I was going to talk about. When she's in the um, little curiosity shop where yeah. she gets punked for $5, um, she, they, he gives her a picture of Jim Jim, the dog face boy. <laughs> and you don't realise till afterwards why, because she researches him. And it's a guy who's like born in Albania in the wild yeah. and ate raw, like and fish. Cage, and, cage and you thought balls. it was going to be the enigma. I was thinking, I oh, know those dates don't tell telling people too young. And then it turns out it was the local sherry <laughs> who looks dead, dead yeah. normal again. And he's like,
1: <laughs> and he's probably like, yeah, I mm-hmm. one morning I found a bald patch and I realised I'm just not just losing my hair, I'm losing my career too.
2: <laughs> but they, um, they sort of stake him out, don't they? Yeah. And it's like under a full moon, he's doing something. He looks like he's cutting his hand and he buries something in the garden and goes off. And they're like... Like we need to dig it up so they go off and then like no why are we digging it up we haven't got any so reason to like do it it's just like profiling someone's yeah. skin color isn't it yeah that's what she like said that. it's like we're just assuming it because of you know if it, if it was his skin and like yeah you're right and then, and then we you carry on start digging? digging it up and it's like a potato and then he comes <laughs> and the sheriff comes out he goes what can i ask what you're doing and they're like oh and like scully comes out there's quite believable you know story yeah. like where the fbi were profiled sometimes serial killers Going hiding the police force so it's not unusual that we would scope and just out. Drops
1: the cover. and as
2: she's giving this really good cover story <laughs> Mulder just pulls out the uh post and goes we, we found done out done you were jim this. jim the dog face boy <laughs> and it's absolutely hysterical and she's just like wincing <laughs> yeah and he's like, yeah, yeah, well, so he's not hiding it. And like you said what you said about going bald and it yeah. fell off most places, but he's got a hairy body. He doesn't
1: yeah. go to the beach. <laughs> he doesn't go to the beach.
2: Yeah. And he's like, again, I'd have freaked out because she was like, well, why are you burying this? She's like, oh, I've got warts on my hand. And if you cut a potato, rub it on and bury it under a full moon, it's meant to get rid of him. <laughs>
1: Like, Mulder just chucks the potato down. Puts it back in,
2: here. yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, really it's, it's a good
1: episode
2: of this. And it's sad because obviously the parasitic twin goes off. Lenny dies that night. Yeah. But you find out the next day he died with cirrhosis of the liver because he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, it's nothing to do with the twin. And the twin went missing. But he came across Enigma. Enigma. Who will eat anything. And um, he's laid on the floor with a big belly, grumbling and yeah. rubbing his belly. And
1: Mulder starts saying something. It was like he's he's just he, and then just gets up and runs away.
2: Yeah, because I don't think he knows I what don't to know say. He doesn't know
1: what to do. Yeah, but it, I suppose it answers that question because it sets it up earlier on. Because yeah. uh, he says to he asks, Mulder asks Mr. Blockhead. Um, do you eat human Does he flesh? eat human flesh as yeah. well? And he says, "Well, only the Enigma can tell you that." I
2: said that before.
1: Yeah, did you did did you? Yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying it again. I <laughs>
1: just
2: repeat it. Yeah. Oh, God, so. yeah. No, it's a good one. It's a good one.
1: Right. Should we move on to everyone's favourite part of the we show? better ask
2: because we're rambling on. We are
1: rambling on. It's a, that's what happens when you get a really, really good one.
2: Yeah, and you just laugh about it.
1: Yeah. So, fanboy facts time. Fanboy facts. You mentioned that Scully ate a cricket in front of Mulder. After Scully picked it up, the scene was supposed to stop so that a candy bug could be replaced with the real one. However, before cut could be called, Anderson immediately placed the real bug in her mouth and ate it. And it stayed in the final cut. And you can see uh, Duchovny's uh, off-screen gross out in some of the -the behind-the-scenes footage and featurettes.
2: So. I, I like her because she's done that. Yeah. I think it's one of the things you go fair play.
1: Yeah, well, she's like. I suppose it's like she's tr- she's doing it for Mulder on the sh- on the show. Scully's yeah. doing it, and then she's probably thought, "I'm just going to freak everyone out and do it." Yeah, it's only a bug. They do it on the Hannah uh, Celebrity, don't they? They
2: do. They certainly do.
1: Um, the setting, Gibsonton, uh, Florida, is a real town in Florida. It is mainly populated by circus performers who originally resided there in the circus off season uh circus performer population is due to its proximity to ringling brothers circus winter home in tampa and sarasota and due to liberal zoning laws but that's yeah
2: don't go into the boring yeah, bits so that we don't bits. understand so not american
1: <laughs> yeah good point um jim rose and the enigma who played dr blockhead and uh what was he called in it I can't remember what no. it's called. Which one? The, the Enigma.
2: Oh, Conundrum.
1: Yes, Conundrum. Thank you. Are part of an actual circus, the Jim Rose Circus, founded in Seattle by Jim Rose in the early 90s. They came to prominence as the Jim Rose Circus Sideshow while performing on a second stage at the 1992 Loser Festival. Um.
2: I apologize for the cat. The cats are in the little kitties are in the litter tray making lots of
1: noise. Maybe we put some pictures up later. Mm. Um, while the episode was set in Florida, it was actually filmed in White Rock, British Columbia, Canada, during the winter. The production team had to remove the snow from the park to make it look like Florida, and the Enigma actually swam in a river that was freezing cold.
2: We just I said that when it was on, I was like, God, I bet that's cold. Yeah, that's and then you, then see you mentioned breath, it, you? don't yeah, yeah, you said, Oh, they moved snow.
1: In the background of Hepcat's Helms Studio, one of the um, victims, the costume of the Fluke Man can be seen. The Fluke Man was in the episode "The Host."
2: Well, we argued; I thought it was on the left, and you thought it was on the right. Well, so you watch it and judge for yourselves. It's
1: on the right because you can tell it's the Fluke Man. So I don't think it was.
2: I think it was on the left. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, funnily enough, the writer of this episode is Darren Morgan who was the person inside the man suit. Well, bonus fanboy fact there. Yeah. Uh, unusually for one of the show's writers, Darren Morgan uh, remained on set throughout the filming to help ensure that the comedic tone was observed. Kim Manners welcomed this presence as this was essentially the first funny X-Files episode to be made. And I think they nailed it, but I can say, I, it's not as funny as later episodes. It's no. still got that serious streak. Yeah, but it's just well, funny people moments, are being murdered, aren't they? Effectively,
2: yeah. it can't be overly funny.
1: No, that's true. Mister um, Nutt's dog, the um, he
2: was the trailer park, trailer park owner. Manager, yeah,
1: uh, the dog was called Commodore. is the same dog used in the episode Fire, where Cecil, our friend from Supernatural, threatens um, to skin the dog alive for. Digging up the original clairtaker. Oh, yeah. It's that same dog. There you go. Yeah. Uh, in between takes, Jim Rose would entertain the cast and crew with his skills in organ origami. Do you know what that is? Organ? Organ origami.
2: Not with his, like.
1: Genitalia. I
2: was just going to say that.
1: Yeah. Lovely.
2: Gee, what? Oh, no, I wouldn't want to see that. what?
1: I will well, I'll do some work for you. No, <coughs> First uh, solo writing credit for Darren Morgan of the series. Michael J. Anderson, the um, trailer park owner, and David DeCovney were both in another paranormal thriller series, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, yeah. I I, I knew you'd get it. Yeah. Backwards talking (laughs) little person. Well, they never appeared in the same scene. Um, Oh, where am I at here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I've, lost it. I've lost it
2: you're that enthralled in am, your yeah. own thing you've lost where you are uh,
1: the parasitic twin that is the villain of the episode was played by a series of puppets which were strapped in onto a cast made from Vincent Schiavelli's torso Schiavelli later joked that he was never going to work with that guy again <laughs> which <laughs> um, right do you want to know about the Fiji Mermaid? quickly what was yeah. it? Go on. It was an object composed of the torso of the head of a juvenile monkey sewn to the back half of a fish. It was a common feature of sideshows where it was presented as a mummified body of a creature that was supposedly half mammal, half fish, a version of a mermaid. P.T. Barnum exhibited the original in Barnum's American Museum in New York in 1842, but it then disappeared, likely destroyed in one of Barnum's many fires that destroyed his collections.
2: I'll tell you. It another little fanboy fact oh. if anyone's near Blackpool Ooh. if you're going to all Ripley's believe it or not they've got one in there they have got one in
1: there there you go <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's one in all the Ripley's around yeah, the world will be. Um, Alex Deakin uh, I, th- I maybe said that right who played the curator in this episode who, who you don't really see his face no they
2: reflect his yeah. face a lot don't they
1: and and have his hand on Scully's shoulder, and she does look uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. He, the actor, comes back in the X Files a hell of a lot, and I've got a list. So he plays a curator in this episode. He plays the tarot dealer in Clyde Buckman's final repose. Yeah. Because yeah. I said that to you when we first saw him. I was like, he's in this a lot. <laughs> uh, he plays Doctor Fingers in Jose Chung's from outer space. Which is another funny episode. Have you noticed there's a bit of a funny yeah, episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, He's also in Millennium. Dr. Ephraim, Fabricant, in the Millennium episode, Lamentation. He also plays Gerb in the Millennium episode, uh, Somehow Satan Got Behind Me. He comes back in X-Files, I Want to Believe, the second movie, as Urof Koltov. Yeah. And he's the manager of the motel in Mulder and Scully Meet the Weir Monster, which is a brilliant episode of the oh, revival I think that series. Might be my favourite. <laughs> and the uh, the same episode where the red trunks the red trunks make, right make make a, a appearance. Yeah. Um... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> um, and finally, he's buddy or uh, slash devil in the Lost Art of the Forehead Sweat. Which, I don't remember that episode. No, I but I, I'm not too sure where that is. And that, my friends, my X-Files people, is the end of the episode. Reopening the X-Files. Do you want to say anything? Say no, it's a long
2: no. one. Sorry, it's a long one. But Sorry, it's, it's, it's a, long a long good one. one. Just listening to us laugh at about different <laughs> bits we've just watched. But yeah, get it watched. You won't regret it. It's no,
1: good I agree. Thanks for listening. Please share and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, it really helps us out. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at MovieUltimate and reopen the X-Files where I will post some pictures of the new kittens and they're only eight weeks old. Uh, You can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ultimate Movie Geek. And remember everybody, look to the skies because the truth is out there. I made this!